Hey, this is John at Ubaldi Report, the one podcast that provides fact, not fiction, on issues impacting America, whether internationally and domestically. And okay, today done. we got some great stuff to talk about. Yeah, let's go right into it because we kind of we named it Biden's War. Yeah, and, and wh- how so? I mean, we have so many topics or any a lot of well, things to go. The reason I think we, it was a unique way to to, boot, to do it because there's a lot of issues going on. There's the budget. There's the impact of Title 42 going away as it relates to immigration on the U.S. southern border. Mm-hmm. You have crime. You have there's just a slew of issues out there, and it seems like everything is converging all at once. And it just seems like the the White House and this administration, especially President Biden, it seems like they're behind. They're always reacting to events. Instead of being more proactive, when we go with something that you really, that's really bothering you before we go into other stuff is that <clears throat> Hunter Biden uh, went to court and there was a lot of stuff considering the family. Yeah, the one of the and big it, thing is he went to court in Arkansas and the judge down there told both the both sides the his ex. Um, the baby mama, the, 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 his, the, his ex from that he had an affair with, that resulted in a a child. Yeah. So, both sides were having their lawyers in person without them being there, and the judge said, "No, both of you need to be here." <laughs> okay. So he gets there, and in the whole crux of it, uh, Hunter Biden is trying to reduce his child support payment to the mother for the child, mm-hmm. and. In this course, you know, he's flying around with the president. They went to Ireland being this rock star. And even before that, he had to be compelled by the courts to take a, a paternity test yep. to define if this child is his. Well, this child is his. Yeah. That's been decided. Well, now he's trying to limit his um, child support payments because he says he's not doing too well financially. But he's traveling all the way around with President Biden, his father. He's all over with all the stuff on his laptops. And this is what... A constitutional scholar said Jonathan Turley had mentioned that he says that the first the laptop's not his, and the judge threw that out. It's like, wait a minute, you, we're not throwing that. But then he's like, everything on the laptop indicates that he's making all this money. Mm-hmm. Right, he's making but, fifty grand. He okay, was making but, fifty grand a month. But right? the point, I thought, is, but I thought the, it was eight. That, I thought it was eighty grand. For whatever Burisma, the amount right? is, yeah. it's an unseemly a lot of money. Yeah. But what the. Um, but what Jonathan Turley said, who was a constitutional scholar from George Washington University, it was a mistake to do that because now the judge wants to see all that to decide how much money the the mother should get or not get for child support. Pay. See everything on the laptop, kind of everything it? on the laptop. So okay. that means <laughs> he could probably get more information out than anything that can come out of the committees that the Republicans are investigating. Mm-hmm. But to me, the most despicable thing is whatever we complain about Joe Biden on immigration and the budget and everything. To me, this goes to the character issue. I got it. Whatever you th- people think of, of President Biden, but on this one case. Hunter Biden had an affair with an exotic dancer or stripper. Mm-hmm. This was somebody who was work trying to take classes at George Washington University, which is very expensive. Yeah, she has an affair or had a relationship with um, Hunter Biden. A child resulted from that. Mm-hmm. To this day, that child is four years old, and to this day, President Biden has never acknowledged that child. Now, when he was on the in the the Rose Garden, he had a bunch of kids. I think a couple days ago, and they were asking him a bunch of questions. And he says, 
I talk to all my six grandchildren almost every day. Okay, I want to chime in here for a second. Maybe you kind of go a different route. Why aren't they talking to Jill? I mean, the mother... Well, actually, is Jill the mother, uh, Hunter? No, 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 no. Okay. Jill is J- Joe Biden's All right, wife. So then, okay, so she, then she really doesn't. But but maybe, the but, but well, the point why, is, well, why not that angle? Why not go? See, hey, the, Jill, what about the sixth grandkid? Well, the seventh one, you or the mean. seventh one. That's the point because in the last two Christmases, they show the White House and the Christmas and the Christmas at the the Biden's family home that Jill decorates. Yeah, yeah. They see six stockings. For all the six grandchildren. Don't forget the dog. They see the the stalking for the dog and the cat, but nothing for that daughter. Mm -hmm. And Joe Biden, to this day, doesn't even acknowledge he has a seventh grandchild. Mm -hmm. Now, Hunter Biden is trying to get the court to ensure that that child doesn't take his name. Now, this is a four-year-old little girl. So, going back just a second, is this little girl the young... would, Would she be considered the youngest granddaughter? Um... Or is there anybody younger? No. I think there's one more that's younger. Okay, I think she I was would gonna, be one. Of, she's either the youngest or the was, second youngest grandson. I was just going to blame his senileness for, like, oh, maybe he doesn't know he has a sixth granddaughter or seventh but, granddaughter. Okay, if that's the case, that means Hunter Biden never told him. In the second case, eh. why, why have? But, but this has been in the news for a while. Uh, well, Joe, Biden, Joe Biden, hold on. Apparently, Joe Biden does not listen to the news because if he did, he'd be more concerned about getting our gas prices down than. But Jill Biden <laughs> does. She would know, and it just shows the depravity. Why hasn't the media asked that question? Mm-hmm. And then also, why hasn't the media covered it? Now think about this: how would it? How would the media coverage would have been if John Don Jr. Or Jared Kushner would have fathered a child with an exotic dancer. A child resulted from that. Went to court to ensure that that child doesn't take his name. Doesn't pay child support. And the president, then President Donald Trump, refused to even acknowledge that child as his granddaughter or his son's child. We would have how would the questions and, how and would the media the, would have been all over yeah, that. How would the media would have reacted? <laughs> it would be media. It would be uh, her. It would be Me Too movement 2.0. Okay, but now beyond that, now we're seeing, which is really kind of getting there, is we all heard about the laptop when it was dropped right before the election. They said it was Russian disinformation. Well, there was a testimony. Um, by a f- former acting CIA director, Mike Morale. He was CIA director or acting twice. Once when they, Leon Panetta was moved from CIA to the, the, uh, be the se- defense secretary. And the second time is when General David Petraeus resigned because of sexual uh, misconduct. So he was the acting director. Well, he had said that Anthony Blinken, who was a senior advisor to foreign policy advisor to um, Joe Biden, um, Anthony Blinken had him put together this letter that gathered up 51 CIA and intelligence um, leaders to say that the, um, the laptop was Russian disinformation. But when he was testified in front of Congress, he said he knew nothing out of it. And then he did a, uh, a television interview on Monday on Fox News, and he said, I know nothing. I didn't even contact Joe Biden, I mean, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden at all. Well, we have emails in 2015 that there was contact between um, 
Anthony Blinken and Hunter Biden while uh, Joe Biden was vice president. So, so things are starting to show that there is mountains of evidence mm-hmm. regarding that Hunter Biden. I mean, Joe Biden did know about these um, business dealings. And now there was a report that came out today. The new whistleblowers are saying that the DOJ and the FBI have unclassified documentation that says that Joe Biden did know about all this stuff. And there was some type of quid pro quo. You do this. We'll give you this if you do this. And he's not going to see that impeachment, is he? So now, but it's just interesting how the media doesn't cover this. And Democrats are like, well, there's nothing there. Just let's move on. Well, I mean, I know we're talking about Biden, but breaking in, CNN did invite uh, Donald Trump to Correct. their, their, to their um, town hall. So, I mean, what's that? Well, I think what CNN is doing, they the uh, the former president of CNN was let go or moved on. I think he was fired, and a new direction was trying to go. They're trying to get, they're trying to get CNN back to what it was before it was news and when you had don lemon was let go after 17 years you had brian stetler was let go and a couple other ones were let go because they were so anti-trump and even ted koppel a couple years ago told um the cnn president i can't think of his name right off offhand the cnn president he goes what are you guys going to do when donald trump is no longer president you built your whole business model on anti-Trump. Trump, you got to do the opposite of Trump. So what are you going to do when Trump isn't president no more? Oh, I feel and, like it was just more than that. They built everything up to being so anti-Trump that they didn't even care who they put in office and they shot themselves in the well, foot. Well, but it's, with, be, it's that, us. but then they jumped on every salacious story that went against Donald Trump. And all these stories were false, mm-hmm. like Russian collusion. How about the latest one the about FBI the FBI? Yep. All these things, they would they would either not cover or cover, but a lot of these were fake. They even have, um, was it McCabe, uh, Andrew McCabe, who lied and got fired at the FBI. He's on there providing analysis. So people, their ratings have cratered. I have to have a friend of mine who tracks trends as part of his job as a demographer. And he said the the um, the the money is just cratered, or advertisers have cratered. Mm-hmm. So Lizard said Russian collusion was real, though. No, that, that that's... Well, maybe, hold on. That Russian, maybe collusion, Russian collusion with the Biden administration? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Possibly. But Stay the, tuned. <laughs> but if she's talking Russian collusion with Donald Trump, there's been no evidence... And as much as people want to say when, um, uh, what's his name, not James Comey, um, Robert Mueller did his investigation. They found no evidence of any Russian collusion between directly or indirectly that anybody knew about it or participated between Russia and the Trump administration. Maybe you should address Lizard the Lizard. Is that her name? Lizard the Lizard. Okay, Lizard. Maybe you should ask Lizard the Lizard to maybe put a link in there of where he did collude. and then, but I've read the whole Russian collusion um, document that was presented to Congress. There was no evidence. And Robert Mueller, even when he gave his open testimony, said there was no evidence that, that said anybody knowingly or unknowingly colluded with Russia to throw the election. Yeah. And it's just, 
But that image kept keeps getting uh, permeated around. And even um, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, the famous Russian dissident, who said in 1978, when the media pushes a story that's false, you say it enough times, people will tend to believe it. And I so, think people believe it now. And it's not true. It's it's downright false. So going back to uh, like Biden, we're also kind of facing a really – well, we're, fa- we're on the verge of an economic crisis with the – the, the debt ceiling. With the debt ceiling. Uh, and then uh, they're going to do that in the 11th hour, don't they? They always Well, do they that. usually do. But see, here's the, the, pro- the problem. This will just explain this. The debt ceiling is the nation's credit. Yeah. It's basically you have a visa card. You max out. Then you go to the v- uh, the visa and say, can you extend my credit so I can spend more? So, well, John, the- why don't, I, I know you're kind of in a little bit of finance kind of situation why don't you just why don't you ask your credit card to give you more credit? oh yeah they're gonna just they're just gonna just oh here you go john take more money but what it, it could work for you if it works for them right now what the republicans did in the house there was they always thought they were fractured they never come together well they did they passed they raised the debt ceiling they also cut spending took some of the money that was unspent covid bring it back cap spending at a certain amount and over a 10-year period mm-hmm. now it's it's a start, but they passed their own version, and they took their bill, came out of the House. Every Republican voted for it. No Democrats joined on, and they passed it by with only, I think, two Republicans said no. Well, they kicked it over the Senate. Well, President Biden and Chuck Schumer said there's no negotiation. We just want a clean debt ceiling. Just raise the debt ceiling. But it's ironic in 2011 when Vice President Joe Biden was the vice president for Barack Obama, mm-hmm. he helped negotiate a de- increase of the debt ceiling with conditions on like re- reducing spending and other things. Now all of a sudden he doesn't want to talk. But the problem is the ball is now in the Senate's corner or in the, center, I mean the Senate's court, and Chuck Schumer has to get nine Republicans to cross over to get that thing going. So he's going to have to negotiate – with the Republicans, and Biden's going to have to do the same thing. So I think this will be this. If they default, it won't be the fault of Republicans. They pass their version. They're willing to negotiate, and the latest report is Joe Biden has not even met with Kevin McCarthy, and I doubt it if he's ever get. He hasn't met with Mitch McConnell. Whether you like the guy or not, you're going to have to negotiate with Mitch McConnell if you want to raise that debt ceiling. And this is going to have impact on America's ability to pay its bills. So, I mean, but so you got that. And then the biggest thing that's going to happen before the debt ceiling is on, was it May 11th, next third, not this Thursday, the week from this Thursday, Title 42 goes away. And this is what's keeping Im- uh, migrants or immigrants from coming to the United States because they came from do for health and the health issue was covid mm-hmm. so so uh, about that you know what we have two totally different stories actually going on we have the circus that's on our tv and then we have reality and you know kind of what we heard you know between the last few days is sounds like we're be gonna be sending troops down to we are the border so are, are we expected to believe the circus on the tv telling us everything's great nothing's going on blah 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 or, you know, should we be, you know, because six years ago, we were all being forced down our throat. The kids at the border, the kids at the border, the kids at the border, the border is a crisis. Trump's this, Trump is that. And now you got however many million have come through 
under the Biden administration and how many eight thousands of kids unattended at the border. What's going on? No, the the truth is. What we're being force-fed is not a lot of reality. It's worse than it is. Now, I work at a law enforcement supply company, and we deal with federal and um, and state and local officials. And I talk with Homeland Security. I talk with FBI agents. I talk to Border Patrol, ICE, and they say it is far worse than we can ever imagine. We get about six to 8,000 a day across the U.S. southern border into these different cho- uh, choke points. If when Title 42 goes away, they're expecting 18,000 a day. Now, Lori Lightfoot is complaining, and so is um, Governor, I mean, Governor, Mayor Adams of New York, because they're getting all these migrants. But why? Well, there's only 6,000 have been sent to uh, Chicago. So is Texas supposed to take care of all these people because the Biden administration isn't doing anything? And then, what do you, like you said, under the Trump administration, there was 1,500 kids they had issues with. Now we're talking about 80,000 kids. Right. Where is... Where's the same people? Where's Ocasio-Cortez? <laughs> where's Chuck Schumer? Where's Nancy Pelosi? Where's all the Democrats that were all against Trump's policies? And now when the Biden administration and Secretary Mayorkas, and just recently, as of Monday, he said the border is secure. So if the border is so secure, why are you sending... 1,500 troops to the right. border. And they're thinking about putting in another 1,500 troops down there, so, too. But, no, this is what um, Peter Ducey asked um, uh, uh, John Corinne Pri- uh, Pierre. Yeah, and he just, he just waved, she just waved him off. He just waved him But she said, if the border is so secure, like you say, why are we sending this? And it's interesting how Kamala Harris was against when Trump sent troops to the border. You say, oh, this is all political grandstanding. But now it's not a problem here. And the question I would ask her, where are you? You're the borders are. So I have a question for you. And this is, you know, something that we go back and forth, Republican versus Democrat, Democrat versus Republican, you know, because everybody complains about the border and this and that. I'm not, you know, saying that we have to close the border and no more immigrants should be allowed in this country. But what if we started the topic of conversation of how do we fix it? How do we make sure that there's a port of entry that the people can come into and not have to wait years and years and years? No, you know? you, you you make a good point. The the, the border is a mess. I know, but I know there's two but there's two fold. You've one you have to secure the border first, which nobody wants to do. The second thing is you have to clean up our immigration with all the technology we have. We can speed up the process. But the other part is. You have to get these sanctuary cities and states quit being a draw. Like Mayor Adams, Mayor Lightfoot, the mayor of Philadelphia, or even when they sent it to um, – when um, Florida sent them to Martha's Vineyard, they all want to be sanctuary city. But then when immigrants come there, oh, we can't take them anymore. How – how? but see, like in, like in Arizona, there was a hospital there. In the first half of last year, and they haven't got all the results this year so far for the second half, they spent over $20 million on health care for illegal migrants. Now, you want to be the humanitarian about this, but okay, but let's look at it. They're not coming there for the flu. They've got those going through dialysis. they got those going to prenatal care. they got those who get in heart conditions, heart disease. So we're treating them, but they're not paying for this. So if you live in that area, that's your hospital. You're not getting away from scot-free. They're going to make you pay for this. Somebody's paying 
But the Biden administration throws its hands up. And I'm coming to wonder why they want this, because they figure, well, we flipped California to Democrat. Doesn't look like it's going Republican. New Mexico looks like it's gone solid Democrat. Let's see if we can flip Arizona. Maybe we can flip Texas. Right. And then you have the entire board. And then you've got, there's no way the Republicans can win. Right. Because those are the big electoral states. Here's my idea. Okay. I think what should happen is that Trump gets a team down by where the border is, where it's open, where everybody's, the port of entry, kind of everybody's coming through. And he needs to erect some huge signs that says Trump 2024. I think if he aligns those streets with camp, you know, with his campaign, uh, his campaign platform, vote for Trump, you know, vote for, they would shut it down in a heartbeat because they are under, or we're under the, okay, where we are, we are under the assumption that the only reason why the government's not doing anything about this border crisis is because they come over the border, they're like, yay, I love Democrats and vote Democratic. But I think if we were able to stifle it by saying, hey, why don't you vote for Republican? Because, hey, Republicans, we're cool with this. Hmm. I think they're tuned to real change, and then they'll be like, oh, we need to shut this border down real fast. Yeah, so, so the only reason why I said what I said before is because, you know, we had immigration a long time ago where they came through the port of New York. And, you know, we, if you remember in the history book, which is history is very important, um, you know, people would get turned back just for having a cough or, or a regular cold and stuff like that. So, you know, the part of the reason why I ask these questions is, you know, a hundred years ago, it wasn't easy to get in this country, you know, and, and now we're getting it to the point where you can just come across this, the border and you, you don't have a social security, you don't pay taxes, you don't do anything. So why well, but here's the, but yeah, here's you actually the, had to have a purpose too yeah, in order to okay, come over yeah. so hard. Okay. <laughs> but here's the other part of the immigrant, the immigration waves that you're talking about, which started in the 1840s with the Irish. And then you had Southern European, you had Eastern European, the Scandinavian wave. And even my father, who was an immigrant, he came to America in 1947. My dad only had a fifth grade education. He came to America. Most of America had the same educational background as my dad. So he worked in construction, or you can work in manufacturing, make a good living, raise a family, buy a home, and do that. Today, we're in such a modern, we got the most modern economy in the world. These immigrants are coming over here, have very little skills very little education, what type of jobs are they getting? So how are they going to, I mean, we all know it's not easy even working minimum wage to, to make ends meet. You got to have a place to stay. You got to have a place to live. You got to have a place to do all this stuff. So then they come to the United States and then they get pushed into the school system. Well, property taxes pays for a lot of the school's uh, budget. Right. Well, if these people come and are not paying that, that means somebody else is paying. But the other problem is it's a two-tiered approach. The reason why most of the immigrants who came from Europe don't come from Europe anymore because Europe has a modern economy which is creating stability and there's jobs. Before, there wasn't. We haven't addressed the root cause as Joe Biden and especially Kamala Harris want to talk about. Mexico isn't doing anything. Like, I've talked to many DEA agents. Uh, these are Drug and Enforcement Administration. Same with ICE. 
Same with Homeland Security. Mexic, the Mexican president, he benefits from illegal immigrants going to America because his second leading income source outside of energy is remittance of money that flows back mm-hmm. to, to Mexico. Why would he want to stop it? And what is Mexico doing to help its own people? What is Central America? Look at uh, Cuba. Cuba's a disaster. Couldn't we kind of just shut that down if America's like, okay, Mexico, you belong to us now? That's something we should, maybe should have done back in the 1840s when we went to war with Mexico. But even now, but I mean, but all these countries are a disaster. Mm-hmm. I talked to a gentleman today at work who was buying a firearm. He was from Brazil, and he goes, Brazil is a disaster but the one thing he told me is he loves it in america but he's appalled and he says and i'll i'll say you know um not verbatim i can't remember how he said it but he basically i'm i'm worried about america because i see where you guys are going and i saw what happened to my country i talked to a guy who's from cuba he goes many times i talk to people from cuba and they go why would i want to embrace socialism when I left it, right. if people think that I know Bernie Sanders wants to champion everything going on with Cuba as this great thing, they only give you what they want to show you. Go what the average Cuban goes through. And the Council on Foreign Relations had a good article this week about Cuba's in a disastrous point right now. Mm-hmm. Look what's going on in Venezuela and all throughout Latin America. So my question to Kamala Harris, if you want to do something about the origins, what are you doing? When was the last time you went to Central America? 2021. When was the last time you visited the border? June of 2021. That's almost two years ago. Why haven't you said anything about it? What are you doing to stop this? And what about, as you talk about you believe in children, what about the 80,000 children? You don't know where they're at. How many of them have been sex trafficked? How many of them have been working in these appalling conditions? How many of them been sexually assaulted on the way north? You're supposed to be the one that was supposed to solve this. And Joe, you had all this foreign policy experience. Look around the world. Tell me years of it. Tell me, and you chaired either the Foreign Relations Committee or you were the uh, ranking member, and you spent eight years as vice president. Africa is going being looks like China's gobbling up that. You've got problems in the Middle East. We've got potential war with China over Taiwan, which our military is not ready for. And financially. We've got a full, we got a war in Ukraine that you said is causing inflation and gas prices to rise. So what are you doing to fix it? So, what are you doing to end it? No, John. I mean, he's more concerned about you know making sure the LGBTQ and transgenders get the proper well, look at the, treatment. Okay, I mean, but look at the we. we not that there's anything wrong with I that. Know, but, but we that's joked not our focus. about it. We joked about it tonight before this podcast. The Navy is doing a recruitment video to encourage Gen Z to join the Navy using a transgender sailor. Yeah, listen to All American Gunslingers on Friday so Brian and I can get really into that. I mean, what the (laughs) heck is that? And the military right now, and this is, there was, and I mentioned this last week, there's 18 different military exercise and scenarios they did at the Center for Strategic International Studies. And in each case, the United States would lose two aircraft carriers, dozens of capital naval ships, would lose thousands of men, and lose over 400 aircraft. We are just not ready for this. Well, John would know. Fire away. What you got? So Brenda Jake 
Jacob said, DeSantis banned the diary of Anne Frank in Florida. He just went to Israel and kissed the Muslim wall. No, 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 no. That's the Wailing Wall. The Wailing Wall, okay. That's the Wailing the, Wall, and I don't well, think he banned the diary. I don't know. No. And that, tell, that tells us all we need to know about Brenda, about banning the diary no, of Anne the only Frank. Thing, the, only, <laughs> the only book that was banned or removed in the libraries was anything that was sexually explicit to young children in elementary school. None of these stuff books were banned, except those books that had sexually explicit nature to it. Now banning the diary of Anne Frank? No, I don't. That, that I don't think that's accurate. I mean, I'll I'll do more more research to find out. But no, that wasn't banned. I would have heard about that one. I think everybody I would, have, would have heard about that one. I would have. I would. I think I would have been more more understanding if it came from a socialist who would want. Well, to ban because that diary I read the <laughs> I read the diary of Anne Frank. If I remember right, was in um, high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what they would Governor DeSantis is doing is just. Preventing or push, making sure there's age-appropriate books. Yeah. In elementary school, now Joe, you've got children in elementary school, mm-hmm. and I think your oldest is going in middle school. Yeah, my. Uh, I mean, my, or, or yeah, my okay. My oldest is teaching middle okay. school. Yeah. My second, he, my second, he's going. He's going to be in seventh. Yeah, but I'm okay. So. Would you feel comfortable like your daughter, who's in elementary school, no. reading? <laughs> so that's the that's yeah. all he's saying is. Well, I'm comfortable through reading. I'm just I know what you were gonna say, and I'm like, no. Yeah, but that's the point that we're getting at is mm-hmm. to read age appropriate material, Common not to sense. read sexually explicit material or teach sexually explicit material to children. That's what the whole um, family bill that it passed became the "Don't Say Gay" bill. It had nothing to do with that. Right. It just said you're not teaching this from kindergarten to this age group. What's the? I don't see why anybody have a problem with that, considering Americans have a hard time reading now, where one in three kids can't read at a grade level. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you if you're okay with that, I question you as a parent. <laughs> and it's just things like that. So yeah. So um, but you got all these issues. But this was supposed to be the most experienced administration, and look what we got from economics. Oh, inflation is just going to be temporary. Who would have thought spending a gazillion dollars or trillions of dollars and have put all this money out in the economy when you didn't have the goods to back it up? So it's so much money chasing or demand chasing few goods. That means inflation goes up. Apparently, Brenda Jacobs is an idiot. What did she say? What did she say again? Because... <laughs> I think Asking she's about she's, why is in Israel his state's flooded. He passed the law for. Uh, okay, uh, said that again. He said why or Brenda Jacobs said why is he in Israel? His state is flooded. He just passed law. Americans cannot see his travels. Fact. No, he, every governor does travel around different parts of the country. I mean, different excuse me, different parts of the she's world. A so nah, that's it's I think not we're accurate. At the beach today. The flooding, it's, uh, I mean, this was happened while he was gone. I mean. Uh, oh, I have questions for you, Mr. Marks. <laughs> so, no. But it's just, there's a lot of issues that are going on. So, on a side note, okay, on a side note, really, it was almost like I was hearing the same sh- show twice because Ray and I were going to beach uh, today. And mm. Dan well, bon- I'm working, you're at the beach, but go Dan- on. Dan Bongino, you, do you get Saturdays and Sundays off? Yes. But so okay, do I don't. So, eat it. <laughs> um, so, we're going 
to the beach and Dan Bongino's on and he's talking about, you know, Marx, Marx or he's talking about capitalism and Marxism and socialism. And this dude's spouting out things before even Dan Bongino gets to it, you know, about how it's idiocy. And it's just, and I'm like hearing the same thing on repeat, but it's coming out of Ray's mouth first. And I'm just like, how does this guy know all this stuff? (laughs) So that was just that. But John, if they want to get a hold of you, how can he go ahead and do so? Well, they get a hold of me by going to Ubaldi, John, I mean, um, Did you end your life? It go to uh, Ubaldi Reports at gmail.com. Go to Ubaldi Reports at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on the various social media accounts and just look up Ubaldi Reports. But it looks like I was removed off of TikTok. Yep. For what? Saying Marxist? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. But that's it. So if you want to check us out, ch- keep checking us out.